0: Hey guys, Andy here, it is the 26th of November, and this is the Andrew Under Andy UK podcast. Welcome to episode 26. So I'll start off with, <laughs> with an apology, which is something I think I end up starting off far too often with, um, but this time, oh my goodness, it's almost been two months, so big apologies if you are a listener. Um, maybe you've been sat by your computer waiting for a new episode to download I'm sure you haven't, I'm almost taking the mickey, but um, yeah, my apologies, Anyway, I do try and do them every month, but I've actually been very, very busy, lots of videos being cranked out over the last month and and more Um, and I'll go through a few of the bits and pieces that have kept me busy the first one being the Pixel 4 which has kept me very busy, Uh, I've made a few videos about that they've all been very popular, a few of them around the battery which seemed to be the big talking point and the big sort of contentious uh, element of the device. So generally, the Pixel 4, I went for the smaller device. I've been using XL versions for the last I don't know four or five years. I think I think I look back on my last phone that wasn't what I would say is a big device was the Nexus 5. Um, so that's that's a that's quite a while ago. And for me, that is perhaps what has. Sort of clouded things with the battery aspect because you can't expect these smaller devices to have the same battery as the bigger devices. Um, but generally, I've been okay with the Pixel 4 battery, it's not ever run out apart from sort of day two or whatever it was when I was lit, you know, intentionally pushing it to see how far it would go. I've never run out, I don't know, I've really been below 20%, which means actually it's not that big of an issue for me. Um, I'm always near a charging, it's almost by choice if I don't put it on to charge. Uh, but even without i will get through a day if i take it off charge at six in the morning when i put it back on charge kind of i don't know 10 o'clock at night there's usually still 30 percent left in the phone and that's plenty now i'm not as heavy a user as many people my screen on time is maybe like an hour and a half through the day probably at most to be honest I, i just don't have need to be watching or looking at the device that much I'm at home, I've got a computer, I've got big TVs, I've even got a tablet, you know, there's, there's just not the need at work, I'm too busy, I can't really be using it, maybe I use it a bit on my lunch break, playing a bit of Mario Kart, checking emails, checking Instagram uh, on my breaks, but that's about it, so, for me, the overall experience of using the Pixel 4, way outweighs the uh, possible issues with the battery, and I really love it, I mean, the, the camera is fantastic, video, I don't do so much video on my phone, to be fair, so, doesn't overly concern me. Um, that's not amazing. It's good, but it's not amazing. But the the sort of consistency that you get from the camera, is just it's just so good. So good. Um, I love the smaller form factor. I'm really enjoying that I don't have any res, uh, sort of re, uh, regrets that I should have gone the XL. In fact, the XL, weather well, both 70 pounds off at the moment on the Play Store and most of the places are matching that as well. And I've just, I had thought maybe I'll get an XL when they do a Black Friday deal. It's still a reasonable price. And I've, I just, I just don't think I need the XL at the moment. So I will stay put with the Pixel 4. Um, then a couple of days ago, I got my Chromebook, the HP Chromebook 14. The video review of that has gone live today. Uh, it's a nice enough device. And when you consider it's free, I think it's, yeah, there's some people that are probably quite pleased with that. Um, personally, I'm just going to try and sell it on. So it's on eBay now for, I think it's on there for 150 but I'll take kind of 135 or probably even lower. I mean, it's a freebie, do you know what I mean? It just takes the the price of the pixel four down a bit, I suppose, whatever I get, even I get 100 pounds, it brings the price of the pixel four down to 570, which I think is a very reasonable price. Um, but it's not actually a bad laptop. It's the first time I've used Chrome OS. And it's yeah, I see the appeal of it. It's nice and simple. Um, it is secure than most. So if you wanted to get it for somebody who's a little less tech savvy, they should probably be fairly safe with it. If you're just checking emails, checking in on Facebook, watching a bit of YouTube, it's a pretty good device for... You can get it for 180 from John Lewis, basically, at the moment. Um, then I got the Realme X2 Pro. And I kind of messed up a little bit here because I saw uh, Mr. Who's the Boss video on it saying how amazing it was, and it reminded me of the Phone F1, and it's just such amazing specs and such amazing device for the money. And I saw it was on Wonder Mobile for £400, and I thought, well, wow, I need to get me one of them. And then about, I don't know, a week later, someone pointed out that, is going to be sold in Europe with a European ROM um, in the next week or so. And I really should have waited because the software that I got, the ROM that I got on the global version, it just ruined the device. Plain and simple. It was just horrible. It did seem quite nice hardware. And I'm almost half tempted to buy the European one, but I know I'm just literally buying it just to review and then pass on again. And it's, I'm not made of many people. I can't be doing that with all the devices as much as I wish I could. Um, so yeah, I mean it's, watch the video, the video is my most popular video at the moment by a long way. It's doing almost a thousand views a day, which is great. Um, but I feel bad because it's it's almost misrepresenting the device since I've realized that you can get one with better software on it. Uh, so take a look at the Realme X2 Pro, it's about £400. And it actually, if you get the European ROM, I think it's a really good device. Um, I've, try, I've tried lots of other different bits of hardware, but I'm not gonna be able to cover the whole last two months really in one podcast. It could go on for like an hour and I don't want to do that. But one of the other things that stood out to me was the Bose NC 700 headphones. Now I'd seen they'd come out, you know, these are not new, but I got them in a very good deal through work, kind of. Um, well, I say I got them, my brother got them, and he was kind enough to let me sort of unbox them and use them for a few days to do the review. And at the end, when I sort of did the review, uh filmed the review, I did find myself Questioning, oh, should I should I buy a set myself to replace my Sony's, the WH1000XM3s or MX3s? And I did find myself sort of flipping back and forth. You know, I got both of them out. I was trying them both on, and I did stick with the Sony's. I did decide, you no, know, of the two, regardless of which I currently own or which I'd need to buy, etc., etc., I am happier. I am better off with the Sony's. But it was more the sort of software and the app that made me decide that which is weird because I hardly ever use it, but the Bose, um, they're still quite basic when it comes to software, whereas the Sony, you do have a lot of options with graphic equalizers and the different types of noise cancellation and all this sort of thing. Um, they both sounded, well, pretty much the same, to be honest. Both just sound amazing, really. So it was just kind of the, the app, really, that sort of that won me over, or I should say that kept me with the Sonys. So actually that's quite brief on the hardware i suppose considering all i've done obviously if you're a subscriber on youtube you've probably seen everything i've been using Um, but i'm gonna move on to tv and movies i've got quite a long list so again i'll try and move quite quick because i'm off work this week so i've decided right i'm gonna watch a movie every day so at lunchtime or dinner time i'll stick a movie on Um, and that started with gemini man the will smith movie um, where he plays opposite a younger will smith now i want to point out this is not him acting and they've whatever I don't know made him look younger they've cgi generated a younger will smith and it is quite impressive the only times you really notice every now and then he moves like a video game character just the sort of i don't know the idling movements like move the head move the eyes move the head again uh, that sort of gave it away But otherwise, I mean, it looks amazing. It is is almost scary what they can do now with CGI. Uh, And overall, I thought the movie was very good. I would give it an eight out of 10. It's one of kind of, kind of in some ways, turn your brain off. It was fairly simple. There's some good action, some good fighting. um, And so a few bits of humor, and yeah, just a a good movie, I would say. Almost, well, not the opposite, but then I watched Joker, um, which seems to be a bit of a polarizing movie. So some people are saying, oh my God, it's so dull, it's so boring. And then other people say, oh, it's the movie of the year. It's amazing. It's a masterpiece. And I'm kind of in the middle. I thought it's a very good movie. I, re- I really did enjoy it. thought it was very well made. I do wonder, the people that hate on it, if they were expecting a superhero movie like the Batman movies that we've had over the years. And it's just not that. I think what makes it really interesting is kind of a real-world um, version of it, Of well, of the Joker's origin story. And it works really really well and it makes me think i would love to see a batman done in that style where it's actually you know they're trying to be real um i don't know if that makes any sense or not but i would say go and watch it if you're okay with that premise that it's not sort of explosions and fight scenes and this and the other it's just a story about this guy and how he ended up being a and well the joker basically Um, and then yesterday was fighting with my family so i found a list of the top 100 movies of this year i think it was on rotten tomatoes and this was really highly rated um, and it looked my kind of movie because some of them are very sort of arty some of them are very serious some of them so i'm trying to pick out the ones that i think would suit me and fighting with my family is based upon a female wrestler from norwich who basically made her way into the wwe Um, and it's got some sort of reasonably well-known english actors in it it's got dwayne johnson the rock is in it um and another famous american guy from the comedies i can't remember his name is now Um, but I gave it a go and actually really nice movie really nice again i would probably go eight out of ten um some good comedic moments some sort of touching moments some really touching moments and a nice story i mean i read i love reading going to imdb and reading the trivia to see especially with a movie like this because it's based on reality how far does it differ and it's a little bit different and i don't want to say anything that's going to give things away but i would just say if you watch it, then do go and check out the um, trivia on IMDb. Not that it spoils the movie or anything like that, just it's interesting to know, basically. Um, I then went and found some clips on YouTube of the actual wrestler. It's kind of funny because part of the story in the film is that the female wrestler, she's not one of these regular hot girls that you see wrestling in the WWE. She's some, I mean, she I think she calls herself a freak at times because she's a bit of a goth. And when you watch her on YouTube, I can see the goth element, but nah, no, she's still super hot, skinny waist and big boobs and all that, which is kind of, it's a little funny that was the reality. Um, but, yeah, it's a movie I'd never heard of, but actually really, really good. I, I would recommend it. Very good. Then if we move on to the TV that I've been watching. So I'm kind of just past halfway through Man in the High Castle Season 4, which will be the last season. Now, if you don't know what Man in the High Castle is, it's an Amazon-produced or Amazon TV show. Um where the setting is the Germans won the war. So half of America is occupied by Germany and half is occupied by Japan. i don't want to say too much more because i don't want to give things away if you've not seen it but it's all about the resistance fight and basically there's some movies turning up which show where show the americans having won the war uh, and it's quite a mystery initially how how where these movies come from and this and the other and again i can't really say much more without giving things away but it is a very good show it gets quite complicated at times and <laughs> i mean i'm I don't, i'm not stupid but there's still times when i'm thinking wait what wait what what's what's that about um, so it is. You'd have to sort of put a bit of thought into it, but it is a very good show. By the end of the season, you normally so the start of the season, I'm going, I just can't keep up with this, and by the end of the season, I'm going, oh, that was really good. Um, then Glow Season 3 is uh, on Netflix at the moment, that is The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling with Alison Brie. Um It's a good cast generally, it's a good story, It's, a, it's a, this is a bit more simple, a bit easier to watch, they're half hour episodes and they're generally quite amusing. Well not, not laugh out loud funny, just, just nice TV I suppose really. Um, then we have It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is on to season 14, which kind of... I mean, that scares me. It's been going that long, to be honest. That doesn't... doesn't I don't know, it makes me feel old, I suppose. Um, this is perhaps a certain type of humour. Watch an episode or two, you'll very quickly work out if the humour suits you. But it's a very popular... It's one of those TV shows with a bit of a cult following. So it started up on a very low budget. I don't even know if they actually had... Well, proper funding or not, they just kind of made it almost. I don't know. They made it themselves, perhaps. Um, but as I say, you just got a massive following now, um, and it is a bit of a cult show. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It is it is very good if it's your sort of thing. Uh, a bit more mainstream. The Blacklist is onto season seven. Uh, the Blacklist had its ups and downs. Basically, to give you the idea, it is a sort of super criminal that turns himself into the FBI, but. Kind of gets a deal in that he helps them catch loads of other criminals with all of his contacts and knowledge without people knowing, obviously, that he's an informant. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's been going to be going seven seasons. It is, I would say it's very good TV, very good TV, good stories, good script, good acting, good plots. Um Oh, what's the chat? I can't think of them. James Spader. I think it's James Spader, anyway. He's fantastic as Raymond Reddington. I think he's a brilliant actor, and he plays him really well. Um, so, yeah, check that out if you haven't seen it. Then Rick and Morty. I would guess if you listen to this, you know about Rick and Morty. Um, I kind of... I watched a few episodes way back, didn't really get hooked, even though I like... I think it's Dan Harmon, the guy behind this, that did... Um, uh community. Sorry, bit of a mental blank there. And I love community. But I wasn't really grabbed by Rick and Morty. And then I kind of pushed my way through it a few months back through this first season. And gradually was starting to get a little bit more season two. And then I've just finished season three about a month well, a few weeks back. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it now. And season four has just started airing as well. There are about three episodes and I've not started watching it just yet, but you've like I say you've probably heard about it. But if not, check out Rick and Morty. It's a bit different. It's a cartoon and it's but it's an adult cartoon, and it is—it's—it's it's good, good comedy. Um, and it's something that I've not yet watched well I watched one episode of The Mandalorian which is actually on the Disney Plus service that's launched recently so I've watched one episode the internet seems to have sort of blown up about The Mandalorian saying how amazing it is and it really was from the first episode I can see why they'd be saying that really very good but I've kind of decided well actually I'm going to hold that I've got other things going on like Men in the High Castle and Glow let me watch my way through those and then I will come back and watch The Mandalorian hopefully all in one run when I've got all of the episodes uh, to do in one go There's a few other things that I haven't started watching yet that I will do, but I will come to those in the next uh, podcast in like two or three months. No, no, hopefully in a month's time. Um, Not much else to know then. So I've tried to sort of, I don't want to stretch it out too long personally things are going great still I've so since my last recording I've I've not really actually lost any more weight which is probably a good thing I don't want to lose that much more I'm at 15 and a half stone now having come down from 21 and a half there are videos if you if you want to know that's in six months I did that um if you want to know more about that there are some videos online and now I'm just kind of trying to stay in shape I suppose um but it's got cold and wet and dark so cycling not so easy so I've taken up jogging which I didn't think I'd ever be able to do because I do have a bad knee I had surgery on it about seven or eight years back i've got a bad back i've ruptured the disc about 10 years back and um, this is what playing american football does to you and i didn't really think i'd ever be able to jog. That's why i was cycling because it's better on my joints and my back but actually because i've lost the weight i seem to be able to jog which is really good really nice um so i've been enjoying doing that um and not much like i said just making lots of videos watching movies watching tv still playing overwatch loving overwatch still <laughs> um but uh If you're listening to this, come and visit my forum on andrewlandia.uk. Say hello. Let me know that there there is somebody out there that's listening. (laughs) But for now, my name's Andy. I'll catch you all again soon.